How's it going, all you lovely little weirdos? I am Global Outcast, and that is my ever-fabulous co-host. The Anime Shogun, which I don't know why we're talking like this, but fuck you. <laughs> Today we'll be talking about the best of uh, 2023 movies. And how much they all fucking sucked. I don't know, there's a few of them that were pretty decent. Not yeah, all of them. Yeah, 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 like one of them's Dungeons and Dragons. Godzilla minus one, fuck you. And Blue Beetle, that fucking granny. Yeah, well, yeah, we've talked about the granny and Blue Beetle before. I loved how she was part of the Resistance, and you didn't realize that till like, later on, like, almost towards the end of the movie when she's ca carrying a fucking Gatling gun. Right? <laughs> I watched that, I'm sitting there like, yeah, go granny! Well, so the first one, I haven't quite watched it yet that I'm going to talk about because I, I haven't seen it streamed anywhere yet. Godzilla Minus One. Yep. That one looks good. I want to watch it because one, I'm a big Godzilla fan. And two, it looks literally like the dark side or the dark version of, of I almost said Kong, how dare I? Mm -hmm. Um the dark version of, of Godzilla. Like, this is pure mayhem and destruction. Not like him being benevolent. This is, he showed up to fuck your shit up. <laughs> well, I mean, Seriously, Godzilla. I've seen, I've seen the fucking trailers of it, and I'm gonna swear on this one, I've seen the trailers of it. Literally, it's, basically, he showed up to fuck their shit up. It's basically a very hor horrific version of Godzilla. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I have yet to watch the trailer for it. Oh, I would. I fucking would. It's great. Like, I think... God, there was a guy in there that I had watched. Oh! Uh... God, what's his name? Takio. Takio Murata. Wasn't he, he in the other ones? It. Yes, he's directed all of them. 2014... Oh, okay. 1954 and 1998. Okay. He was the writer and director of it. He okay. died, I think, in, like, 1994, but, yeah, he, uh, he was the writer of it, that's right, and Takashi Yamazaki was the director. Okay. Because, what's his name? There's a very famous, uh, like, Japanese actor that I believe played in it. I mm -hmm. just don't remember who. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. But anyway, yeah, it's it looks really good. It does. Yeah. Well, I, I want to check that one out. I, well, I'll be watching it anyway. I grew up with Godzilla. Godzilla's awesome. Oh, yeah. I would strongly recommend Godzilla Minus One. It was... Mwah! Magnificent. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I haven't watched it, and I really want to. It's only in Japan, because you know how they feel about us fucking up their Godzilla film. But this one is literally, like, the very dark version of, of Godzilla. Oh. Okay. I think my first one is actually one I watched recently, and that is the last of the series of the trilogy that is the Equalizer movies with Denzel Washington. Oh, 
watched that on Netflix. It was actually a pretty decent uh, way to end it. They left it kind of open-ended, but at the same time, they left it like... Kind of how um, Akira Toriyama ended Dragon Ball Z. You could kind We're of create into that. We're not going to get into that. Well, <laughs> well, Dragon Ball Z, not Dragon Ball GT, where you could make the story and however however you wanted it to end, type of thing. And I liked it. I thought it was a pretty good story. Um, really good action scenes. You could tell he was just losing his fucking mind on these on these assholes that were just not very good people. And yeah, so that's my first one. Um, it, it is on, it is on Netflix. If you want to go check it out, uh, Dakota Fanning does play in it. She is she's actually pretty decent in that one. Can we stop and make fun of the fact that we got Fast X on the list for 2023? <laughs> I have yet to watch it. I will not watch it because I don't want to hear family. 365 times in the movie. It's all about family. He's got superpowers now. He's literally stopped the fucking war with family. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love Michelle Rodriguez, but the fact that she ran her mouth about Marvel. <laughs> and then you got fucking Fast and Furious 10. It's all about family, guys. Family, family, family. Yeah, kind we don't even race cars anymore because we're family. It should have the, the series. I would, the, the only I'm gonna stop you right there. The only reason I would watch it is because Jason Momoa looks like he plays like a gay drug dealer. Yeah, they should have the stopped that series. A long I would time watch ago. it. They should have stopped that series. Age. They like... should have stopped at Fast Five. Is what they should have done. I shit you not. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Fast Five was good because it wasn't so much them doing the whole shit of working for the government. They literally stole from a fucking cartel member who ran fucking Argentina. Yeah. It was still racing. It was still good. Yes, you could argue the fact that, oh, it was always about the government. No, not really because fucking Paul Walker was the only government dude in it. And he only was in it for the first fucking movie. Then he turned around and got out of it because he fell in love with Dom's sister. Uh, then he came back in it by the fucking... By Too Fast, Too Furious because he was forced to. Then he became an FBI in... Then four. he became FBI in 4. And 4, he basically said, fuck the system. Because, you know, that's what we all do is say, fuck the government system. And from then on, they basically were fugitives. But it went from... Them doing good, like I said, Fast Five is where it should have ended. That's the way they ended it was good. They could have drove off into the distance, and they could have turned around and just been done with it. But instead, they turn around and do fucking Fast Six. We're about family. We're gonna, we're gonna use street racing to work for the government. Fuck that shit. That's so fucking <laughs> horseshit. Like God, it was horrible. Yeah. What's your take? No. On the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, the newest one. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. Okay. I haven't gone on my Disney Plus to watch it, but 
it's on my list of things to do because I've watched bits and pieces of uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. And I like how they brought in Spider-Man 2099, Miguel. Yeah, I still need to watch that one on Netflix. I liked it. I thought it was good. I might rewatch it so I can kind of refresh my memory. Yeah. But I think my movie of 2023 would have to be Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. I was going to say before we got into that, I was going to save that for the last, but now you fucking ruined it. <laughs> we It's only eight minutes in, dude. We could have fucking saved it towards the end and really talked into about it. Oh, there's still more uh, uh, movies that we could talk about. I'd say we say, uh, save the uh, 2024 to the la last little bit. Well, I wanted to fucking talk about Dungeons and Dragons towards the end so we could have gotten really passionate about it. Maybe we could have fucked each other over it, but no. You gotta make it fucking ruin it, so fuck you. A little bit. But talk about it, you fucking whore. Well, you were talking, so I know you don't like to get interrupted, so eat me. Honestly, the entire movie felt like an entire D&D session. For those who have played D&D, tell those who have not about it. It is fucking hysterical. There's all sorts of shenanigans that go on in D&D. Either that or just fucking play Baldur's Gate 3. It's pretty much D&D the video game. Speaking of which, what was, um, not Chris Pratt, but Chris whatever his last Chris name Pine. is. Chris Pine. Thank you, Pine. What was his character class, technically? Technically, I'd say he he's kind of like the bard. See, I, bard I or rogue? Because I would go rogue. Because the bard would literally sing and fuck everything, and the only thing I noticed was he was singing everything. Yeah. And the only thing he really wanted, well, you know, I can't say that because I want to sit there and say throughout the movie... He did. He did fuck everything, didn't he? No. He did not, because he was still in love with his wife, who died. That's right. I'm thinking of something else. My favorite tidbit would have to be Michelle Rodriguez's little, um, fetish. Oh, with the fucking halflings? Yes. Fucking loved that. There's only one thing that disappointed me. What's that? That movie. There was no role for critical. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can really see that. That's the only thing that disappointed me within that movie. Was the whole, there was no role for critical. I kind of wish they would have added some more of the little, uh... What's the word I'm looking for? I'm having a brain fart. Like a little bit of the memes of D&D. &D, where you'd see someone... Where uh, there was a thing going around back when it was being made that it, they should ha kill someone off and then bring them back as their child wanting revenge. And they just they're just the exact same character. Right. By the way, I call dibs on the owl bear. I don't care. <laughs> Fuck you. I take dibs. That owl dibs bear was, was dibs is a dibs. 
My favorite moment in the entire fucking movie is the dra and they fu the dragon burst out of the cave. That's a fat fucking dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mine was that, or when um the mage character turned around and pointed out, yeah, it's that horse, and the horse starts growing fucking talons, and the owl bear just the horse turns into a fucking owl bear. That part I thought was, but my best part was actually towards the end. Oh. When they thought when the when the sorceress thought everybody was frozen, and then the owl bear comes in and she does like a Hulk moment. Oh, after she whooped, they whooped, she whooped her ass. Yeah, uh, they yeah, her ass. she just fucking decimated her. Then she <laughs> threw her. She literally fucking did like a Hulk with Loki moment. Yeah, that's she just starts pounding her ass, and next thing you know, she's like out. And then he's like, "Okay, okay, she's had enough. She's done." <laughs> and you just see her, I, I can't remember for scene for scene, but I think it's, she either like screeches at her, or she literally picked her up and threw her into a building, and then the building collapsed. Yeah, I think it was that she threw her into the building, and the building somewhat collapsed. Yeah, because I think she literally fucking just beat the holy hell out of her, into the ground, like literally Loki in the ground, like. Oh, that she screeches into the fucking, like, into it, like she's just roaring at her. And then he's like, whoa, whoa, she's had enough. You know, like, stop, okay, with the points put across now. Uh, she just looks at him, then she picks up, picks up the sorceress, throws her into a building, and the building collapses. That's all that needs to be said. Yeah. My, one of my favorite moments, actually two of my favorite moments in that, in that movie would have to be when the paladin is leaving. And he's all, he's just going in a straight line, and he just continues going in a straight line, walks over the rock. Not Dwayne Johnson, everybody. It's just legit a rock. Yeah, right. Or um, when they're in the underdark and they have those little br and they have those little uh, fucking brain things, and they're just passing the other people by. And he's all like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's and the paladins are all like, they suck the brains out of people. And Chris Pine's characters are all like, they're just passing us. I feel like that's an insult. Yeah, he sat there said they're only like. They only will attack if you're like thinking something or if you have like a certain level of intelligence. And he's like, they're just passing us by. That's been something. <laughs> yeah. It felt like an entire D&D. Yeah, the paladin was basically calling the fucking rogue a fucking an idiot. I loved it. it the entire movie just felt like an entire D&D uh, session. Like you could tell when their role, like the roles or whatever would fail or succeed or whatever uh, like the heist in the uh, when they use the painting yep and the car guards catch uh, Michelle Rodriguez's character just standing up there and she's holding the other character <laughs> uh huh <laughs> and he's all like she's all like hi and they're just walking by like the fuck yep oh it was so beautiful that entire scene yeah I'm you know like I said, I'm not much of a D and D guy, but even for me watching it, I was like, "Whoo wee!" I was definitely in the mood to play Baldur's Gate when I got home. <laughs> the only thing, the only thing I really did like, and I wish they would have done a little bit more with, is the uh, this the uh, sorry, I got food in my mouth. Displacer Beast. Yep, I liked how they did those. Oh yeah. That was great. Even I knew what the fuck they were, and I've never been much of a and d guy. By the way, fun fact, they added care uh, the directors 
added uh, the characters from the original 1980s cartoon D&D show into the movie as a little uh, um, uh, uh, blink and you'll miss it type of moment. Mm, okay. I, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I also liked the um, one. I also liked how, because in D and D, your whatever you get or buy has to attune to you, and I liked how they did that too. Yeah. Because normally it's just you have to wear it for like twenty four hours, but that that one was all like you had to. Yeah, which I thought was pretty cool. I also liked how he was kind of a shitty mage. <laughs> yeah, until the very end. Until the very end, and he had the hugest crush on that fucking druid. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dibs on the owlbear. Oh, that was so funny. And you can you can kind of see the dude who kind of the the kind of villain dude betraying everybody. You can kind of see it. He's kind of a dick. Wasn't Bradley Cooper one of the tieflings? No, Bradley Cooper was the halfling. Thank you, halfling. He was he, he was Michelle Rodriguez's ex. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you could definitely tell she no. had a type because she flirted with the guy <laughs> with the with the halfling at the end. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Um, so to take away from Dungeons and Dragons, I want to get into one movie that I forgot came out and. I am going to talk about it because it was it was shit. It was shit. The only thing that redeemed that movie for me was one Michael Keaton, and two Nicholas Cage's Superman. Yeah. Let's get into the Flash, and how oh. shit movie that was. Oh God, the CGI. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, the CGI. Oh God, the CGI. I I know nothing about fucking. VFX, and I'm pretty sure I could do a better damn job than they did. <laughs> Holy shit, those babies looked nightmare. Something out of a fucking nightmare. Right. Like, Jesus Christ. But, and, I will say this. I mean, I, I liked how they brought in Michael Keaton. Yeah, I did too. And they brought, they, they literally brought back the original Batman. I did enjoy that. Yes, I did too. Now, a female Superman, essentially Kara. Interesting take. It's basically Mexican Kara. Not to sound racist, but literally that's how it was. Because Kara is what? More of like a blonde? Yeah, she's blonde hair, blue eyed kind of thing. She's. Right. This one's more like, like if. You know how they had like the spinoff where if Superman grew up and. In Russia, right? Well, this is like almost like the Kara Zorel grew up in Mexico. Yeah, it was not, not to sound bad. Don't get me wrong. I'm fucking dibsity dibsity dibsity. I'd fucking I'd say I'd destroy that, destroy her fucking. I'd destroy her, but she'd probably crush me in just one hump. That's right. I said it. I regret nothing. You would probably die a happy man. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's before or after I'd be crying on the fact that my fucking, my balls and everything would be crushed. But yeah, the CGI on that movie was yikes. There were some fight scenes that were 
Okay, oh, and yeah. they, all of them had to deal with Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael Keaton's fight scenes were like fucking the bomb. But everyone else, oh my god. I did not like how they did the Speed Force thing either. Fucking hated oh, it. Yeah, well, I've never liked how they did Barry running. I'm sorry to say that. I've never liked how he did the running. He literally looks fucking like, like, who does, who runs like that? Fucking swerving your arms like that? What are you fucking swimming? You know what I mean? Yeah. It, 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 yeah, it was just sad. Like, I, I, I know a lot of people are, like, in favor for Urza Miller's fucking Flash, but no, I'm sorry. He runs like, this is going to sound really bad, don't, don't, don't hate me too much for this, but he literally runs like somebody with Down Syndrome or something like that. I'm not he... saying anything against those people, but nobody in the history of mankind runs like that, unless they have some sort of severe disability. Grant Gustin. I thought did a very good job of the previous flashes before did a fantastic job of running with and showing you how the speed force works. Not let's do this slow motion swimming while we're running. Is that well, a fair assessment? Oh, that's a very fair assessment. My personal opinion with how they, because for anyone who doesn't know, they pretty much took flashpoint and just turned it on side, turned it on its head. Flashpoint should have been its own kind of like end of uh, end of a thing. What they should have done with the Flash is start off somewhere else in the Flash timeline and built up to it. But the people in, over in DC and Warner Brothers wanted to get wanted to get to where Marvel was right off the bat. And in my personal opinion, they should have started slow. And they did it. And they fucked everything up. It's just, yeah, that that was just sad. Well, let's, let's be fair. Let's be fair on one thing. I wouldn't even call that Flashpoint. Because look at the original cartoon of Flashpoint. Thomas Wayne was Batman. Martha Wayne was Harley Quinn, or Joker. Ma Martha Wayne was Joker, yes. Bruce was dead. Yeah. The animated version of Flashpoint was better than this one. Yeah. Wonder Woman killed uh, Shazam. And Shit. you were, what, was it, wasn't it Flashpoint, uh, wasn't it literally... Aquaman and Wonder Woman were literally gearing up for like World War Four. World War Three, uh, yeah, it was pretty much a war between the Atlanteans and the Themyscarians because they were, uh, Wonder Woman and Aquaman were having an affair. Uh, Mara found out, tried to fight Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman carried her head into Aquaman's chambers and said, "Here you go." And Aquaman said, "Well, now I have to kill you." So, but so, and here's the sad part, and this is I think what's I'm gonna bring this up too. I think this is sad. So when you look at the Flash, you look at the CGI, you look at all that shit, horseshit, complete horseshit. We'll say it now. Fight me, Warner Brothers, fight me, because you're dog shit. But yet, look at Blue Beetle. 
I know we've already talked about Blue Beetle, but I'm going to bring this up because this is a perfect example to bring up. Look at the CGI in Blue Beetle compared to The Flash. Oh, yeah. Blue Beetle was hands down way better. I mean, I'm not just saying that because literally he slaps two swords together and does like some fucking Final Fantasy fucking sword stance with it. I'm not just saying that. Or the granny fucking with a minigun because she was a part of the resistance. I'm not bringing that up. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. I'm bringing that up. Granny's goat. Granny's goat. Fuck. Fucking. Fuck. Janie's got a gun. Fuck that song. It's forever now. Granny's got a gun, and that gun just happens to be a fucking mini gun. And she's a goat. part of the resistance. Granny's the fucking goat of that movie. She's the goat. I like Blue Beetle. I like when he slaps his sword together and he does that Final Fantasy fucking like cloud fucking. Kicks the sword up onto his shoulders. <clears throat> yep. But Jamie, Jamie, fucking Granny, Granny's fucking go to that movie. It's not Blue Beetle. It's Gra it, 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 it's Granny from the Resistance movie. That's what it is. Yeah. Fucking Christ. She shows up with a goddamn minigun, and she's like, "I'm part of this." She doesn't even say it. She's basically just like, "Yeah, this is happening." I liked how uh, George Lopez's character was a conspiracy nut. Oh, yeah. Uh, Batman's, oh, a <laughs> <laughs> Batman's a fascist. Batman's a fascist. Yeah. Yeah. I love, so, so I love I love George Lopez in a lot of things, and I thought that was hands down very good. Him being the conspiracy theorist, and they're all talking about superheroes, and he's like, yeah, fuck Batman. Batman's a fascist. You see, Warner Brothers, when you actually find people that actually love and care about a franchise, it becomes a good movie. Well, the problem they had, I think the problem they had with that, too, was the bullshit of, you had that whole shit going on with Urza Miller. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Ezra Miller is a fucking nut. So I think part of it was they just kind of wanted to get it done, get it over with. That makes sense, too. Ezra Miller's a fucking That's nut. kind of my take on how, how they did that movie with The Flash. It was basically, all right, this is his last movie. Let's get it done, get it over with, and let's move on to something better. Because if you look at that, then you look at Blue Beetle. Because Blue Beetle came out later, I believe. I, I don't remember. I think Blue Beetle was more recent to now than The Flash was. Oh, I don't really remember when Blue Beetle came out. I think, yeah, I th I think they were close to each other, but yeah, I... Well, one came out after the other. Yeah. God, I can't remember when... Anyways... Yeah, anyway, so yeah, you have Blue Beetle, and that just right there shows to you that it's it's good. If you do a fr if you do a movie right, it'll turn out to be good. Now, there is one movie I also want to bring up that has just been a headache of all fucking year. All I hear people talk about is, it's such a good movie. It's so great. You know what I think? I think I'd rather have Pete Davidson ver version of it. <laughs> the fucking Barbie movie. Honestly, I like Pete Davin's fuck, uh, rendition of Ken thing. Yeah, it's yeah. funnier than hell. I'm just Pete, and I like drugs. drugs. I'm mentally ill, and I... Oh, yeah, it's like some shit like that. I'm mentally ill, and I'm on drugs. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, because he sits there and says, "My name is Pete, and I like jugs." I'm mentally ill and I'm on drugs. Yep, I'm mentally ill and I'm on drugs. I never watched the Barbie movie. I heard mixed things. A lot it's of people. A Barbie movie. I never watched it. I never want to watch it because. Whoop de doo! It's a fucking Barbie movie. You basically just took a bunch of dolls and you took it to fucking, you turned it into fucking Hollywood real life. Whoop de fucking do! <laughs> I honestly think Ryan Gosling did a fucking way better job of acting in fucking uh, what was that movie? Blade Runner. That was a good movie. Twenty forty nine or whatever. Yeah, I, think it was I thought he did very good acting in that compared to fucking Barbie. Barbie to me felt like a fucking musical. That is exactly why I will not watch Wonka. Yeah, that's some. Uh, that's yeah, Wonka. Cause Wonka's coming out in 2024, I believe. Actually, it's already out. Oh well, then never mind. Because the girl that I I, I work on, uh, well, that I work with, she had went to go see it like. Last year in the summertime. Okay. So it's out already. Because I had asked her about it, and she said, yeah, it's basically like a Wonka. It's like a musical. And the only thing I had heard that I was like, oh, okay, is the uh, some of the music that you saw from, like, mm-hmm. uh, what was it, Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Yep. Was in there, but it was basically just a musical, and I was kind of like, "Eh, I'm good. I've already seen, you know, Gene Wilder's and Johnny Depp's. I don't need to see another one that's full blown musical." Yeah. Let's do a little bit of a 2024. Yes, mom. <laughs> Honestly, I'm excited for Deadpool and Wolverine. Yeah, that one's gonna be interesting because I'm I'm curious to see how, uh, how that's gonna work out. Yeah. Because you know damn well that well, well I don't want to say it was it Fox who was it that has been literally fucking stepping on Ryan Reynolds' movements for, uh, for 20, Deadpool since yeah, he started. Yeah, 20th Century Fox. They stepped was it on them that was basically like, nope, we're not permitting you to do this and all that stuff. I think so. Um, well, it wasn't Marvel. Marvel's okay with it. Yeah, because uh, I know for the longest time, before they got it out, they did that little test thing, and then it somehow or another got leaked, and it became so popular, and that's how it was greenlit, because if they didn't do that, then the fucking fans would have had an uproar, been in an uproar. And that's how it got greenlit. And then they kind of, kind of backed away, because... There were rumors about making it PG-13, and they eventually they did do a PG-13 version of it, but they did some things with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, getting into Deadpool and Wolverine, I'm seeing the poster, like, the cover, the poster of it. Yep. And it's a fucking heart-shaped thing. Half of it's Deadpool, half of Oh, God, I'm hoping it's going to be fucking hilarious. From what I've seen, and I've listened to a few people talk about it, and they've watched the trailers, they think it is a version of Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe, except it's Deadpool kills the Fox Universe. Because in the trailer, you see Pyro in it. From the the, uh, the Fox Universe. Oh, okay. When you said Pyro, I'm like, 
You mean Gambit? No. <laughs> I wish they'd bring in Gambit. Oh my god, I love Gambit. Um. And they bring right, in the TVA. That'll be interesting. Right? So there's a few that I'm curious that I'm interested in. Um, the first one I'm going to bring up is... I'm saving this one for the last... I'm going to save my, my third one for the last one, but there's a few that I'm going to bring up that look interesting to me. Okay. Um... I'm not going to bring up fucking Madame Web because, you know, you can talk about that if you want. No, that movie's trash. I heard that movie. Like, nothing good came from that movie, I heard. So, the first one I want to bring up is Furiosa. It's a Mad Max saga. I'm yeah. kind of interested in it, but at the same time, I'm not. I don't know how I'm going to feel about it being Chris Hemsworth. I thought they were doing fine with Tom Hardy. Oh, is Chris Hemsworth playing uh, Mad Max? Yes. Ugh. Yeah, feel this about one. That. The original Mad Max movies were good, were great even. I enjoyed it. The remakes that were done with Tom Hardy, I didn't think were bad. I okay. liked them because, funny fact, fun fact, the one, uh, I don't remember what they're called, but the one dude who screams fucking notice me and he's fucking spraying chrome into his mouth. Yep. Is ironically the same guy who plays Beast in the new newer X Men movies. The tall guy with the glasses. Yeah, I'm trying to remember his name. Cause he also plays in a couple. He also plays in a couple of other movies. I'm, yeah. He plays in Renfield uh, with Nicolas Cage. But. Anyways. Yeah. So, for me. The two biggest ones that I'm excited for, Craven the Hunter. I mean, I'm excited for it, but at the same time, I'm kind of skeptical about it. Yeah. Craven, I'm excited for because of the fact of, one, I'm, I'm really actually, like, I think Aaron Taylor Johnson is a good role for Craven the Hunter, especially since Russell Crowe is going to be his father. Mm -hmm. I think that is great. The only downside I have with Craven the Hunter is it makes it feel more like he's mutant. Yeah, it's Sony's thing. Powers. So. It, yeah, it's because he's got powers. And that's the only thing I don't really like because Craven didn't really have powers. No. Craven was more just, just human. But he had almost like superhuman abilities, but he was more just, he was an expert hunter. Yeah. A lot like, of literally master, like, top of the line. Nobody could defeat him. Yeah. A lot of people were talking shit because they are like, oh my god, it's just Cat DC's Catman pot in the fucking Marvel. They're not necessarily wrong because, and that's where, like I said, I'm, I'm excited for it, but I'm not. Yeah. Because the issue I have is Craven is a hunter. He's not supposed to have fucking animal-like abilities. Him, you know, him tearing a person apart with his hands. Yeah, that makes sense. Craven's literally fucking trained in hand-to-hand -hand combat, master weapons, all that shit. But if you watch the trailer, he literally has, like, lion vision. And I'm like, no, I just, no. No, he's not supposed to be a mutant or have any sort of superhuman abilities. He's not supposed to be superhuman. He's supposed to be like superhuman. But no. 
So I'm 50-50 on it. Like, I'm yeah. excited for it because I have been waiting for a Craven the Hunter movie for so fucking long. Yeah. But I feel like Marvel's already kind of fucking it up. It's not I'm Marvel, it's Sony. It's more, well, fair, fair enough, fair enough. Sony's fucking it up. And I love Sony, but Sony, get your shit together. You're fucking up one of my favorite villains. One of my favorite villains. He will never compare to Venom or Carnage. Fuck you, or Green Goblin. <laughs> Most of my Marvel fucking villains, like, if you turn around, if we talked about DC or Marvel villains, hands down, like, fucking top five to ten of my Marvel villains would be from the Spider-Universe in general. Venom, Carnage, Green Goblin, Kingpin, Rhino, Kraven the Hunter, Scorpion. Yeah. Doc Ock, Mr. Negative, I feel like, was kind of new. I Even Scarlet. I don't know when that Mr. Negative came into play. I think it was like the 70s I, Like I said, I don't remember. Something like that. But, yes. So, Craven the Hunter. Interested to see how that's mm -hmm. going to go. Still iffy-iffy. So, let's one? go to you before I go into my last one. Alright, well, the first two that I have that I actually, I'm actually kind of... Bring up mine, I swear to God, I'm going to fucking shank you. Uh, the first one is Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. The second one, I want to see it. I love the Beetlejuice. I used to watch the cartoons. Uh... Love the one, first one. I actually have that on a DVD. I watch it every now and then. Second one Weirdly is... Enough, I've never seen the cartoon series. Oh, so funny. I have seen the movie, though. That's an amazing movie. <laughs> uh, the you want to see my credentials. Um, well, you see, I, I, I graduated from Harvard. Graduated from, what was it? Yule or Yale? Yale. I lived through the Black Plague, and that was pretty fucking awesome. Uh, I think I know I've what your third one is. I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times, 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 I think I know what your third one's going to be. Um, so my second one is going to be The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. Oh, yeah, that's supposed to be like the extraordinary, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes. But it's only... not like actually Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, it's supposedly based off of a true story. And my third one is a classic. Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. That one that you were talking about before, the one that's like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, that one is supposedly based on a true story. It takes place in World War II. Um, Henry Cavill. League of, Ex League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. The one thing I want to talk about that with real quick is... Everybody had extraordinary benefits, except for the one guy who was apparently cursed by a witch doctor, right? Uh, technically, he wasn't cursed. He was gifted. His gift well, was Africa would never let him die. The one thing I li liked with that, though, is you see a shaman, like, right outside of his grave, and the ground starts shaking, and you see his rifle. Yep, they had... I really wish they would have done a little bit more with that. I really wish we would have saw him, like, come back to life or something. I would have been, like, so fucking happy, like, yes! But anyway, sorry, continue. I had to get that out. All right, first off, I loved how they used fictional characters, like Tom Sawyer, fucking, um, what, what's his name? The dude that can't, can't grow old but can't stay, uh, and can never stare at his own fucking picture. Dorian Gray. Gray. Dorian Gray. 
They, you have he never get old, but he can never stare at his own portrait. Yeah, you, you have characters like um fucking Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Love that. Yep. Um, but yeah, um, the ministry. The Dracula's Bride. Wasn't yeah, she one, of, one of them. Yeah, one of Dracula's brides. I think uh, she eventually started off as the female love interest of the main character. I believe. In like the Dracula series. Uh, but I don't the, remember, but then you can't, how dare you forget the Invisible Man? How dare you? He's awesome. He's he's fucking awesome. The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare takes place in World War II. Henry Cavill plays a prisoner that the British Empire says, we need your help. The Nazis aren't playing fair, so we're not going to play fair. And he goes, alright, but the people I want, not they're not going to be good. Kind of makes me think of like a like a Suicide Squad kind of thing, but it better. Fe it feels like a Suicide Squad movie because there's one part in the trailer that I loved where the Nazi guys are telling a joke, and Henry Cavill character and another character just walks in without making a sound, and after he gets done telling the joke, and Henry Cavill's character just bursts out laughing, goes, "Jolly good laugh," and then he just mows them all down. It is beyond hysterically funny. Now, my third one that I'm interested in. Godzilla x Kong, the new Fuck. vampire. Fucking knew that was going to be the one. Fucking knew it. Well, one, Godzilla looks even more amped up than he has before. Yeah. Kong, it almost looks like he broke his arm because he's got a big-ass metal glove. I'm not exactly a fan of that. But it's more of like, it feels like it kind of goes more in-depth with their, like, origin story. A little you bit. You see more of the mysteries with Skull Island. You see that, like, orange-looking orangutan, but not orangutan. That's supposed to be, like, I think part of Kong's race, but not. Yeah. But it's more like, I feel like it's literally like Godzilla showing up to Skull Island to fuck shit up. Yeah. I'm not much of a Kong guy. I like Kong, but I'm not much of a Kong guy. Because, yes, Kong is, and I've had this debate with other people, and it's so much fun to do this. A lot of people are like, well, Kong's got human intelligence. Kong can use weapons. Yeah, but Kong can't exactly, like, he can heal himself, and he can kind of make medicinal stuff, too. But Kong is very primitive. Yeah. Well, you take a fucking giant-ass tree branch and put that against fucking Godzilla's atomic breath, that shit's gonna melt. Yeah. You put steel. You give Kong a steel axe and put him against Godzilla. Godzilla's atomic breath is going to fucking, you know, melt that shit. Yeah. So if Kong really wanted to, if Kong tried, I don't think Kong could really get close for a fucking, you know, dukes up, fisticuffs kind of fight with Godzilla. Because Godzilla can keep him at bay with one to three of things. One, literally his tail. His tail could be used to swipe and launch Kong at a distance. You gotta think two different styles here. And what I mean by that is Kong, you know, Godzilla's atomic breath, his fire breath. It's not like Kong has a big-ass fucking gorilla-sized radiation suit. Yeah. His skin, his hair is exposed. Then he's gonna be having radiation on him, so he's kind of screwed on that point, too. Yeah. Just from the atomic breath... Now look at Godzilla, King of Monsters. 
Ghidorah was an alien, a fucking alien from outer space. And that three-headed Hydra bitch got fucked by fucking Godzilla literally going nuclear. Yeah. Sending out nuclear fucking pulses to the point where metal buildings were burning, melting, disintegrating. And God and Ghidorah's heads were literally getting fucked. Yeah. What makes you think Kong is going to last five seconds to that? I'm sorry, but I'm in Godzilla's court. And then if you look at all the other movies of Godzilla, like Shin Godzilla, Godzilla Minus One, you look at all the different variations. Now, if you were to combine all of that and you put that against Kong and Kong's variations, I'm sorry, Godzilla, hands down. Oh, hands down, yeah. Well, Godzilla's got fucking... Like, three, four different fucking styles of atomic breath that comes out. He's literally got, like, a Predator-style face where he opens up. He's got beams that shoot out of his fucking spikes on his back and his goddamn tail. Yeah. Yeah. So, before we close out, what are some uh, 2024 honorable mentions? And by honorable mentions, I mean movies that seem interesting you may or may not check out. I'm glad you bring that up, because there is at least two that have kind of piqued my interest. There are two for me, too. Okay, maybe three. Maybe three. Well, fuck. There's a lot. Fuck you. Uh, Um, two. Well, I'll do two, and then there's so... uh, Yeah, so there's Gladiator 2... Okay. I'm, curi- I'm not. I'm not going to say that's an honorable mention because I'm curious if that is literally going to be, uh, uh kind of like a years later kind of situation, or what, if that's going to be like Cla- Gladiator with Russell Crowe. The original was great, you know. Are you not entertained? As far as I remember, he died at the end. Yeah, but that was not so much an honorable. The the one my number one honorable mention for me that cure that makes me curious is Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Okay, good choice, good choice. Because I've grown up watching all of the Planet of the Apes movies, and it's piqued my interest. Yeah. Now, that's what sucks to say, because it's, it's, it's hard to say, because I can't do a second one, because it's literally my second one is a toss-up. If I really have to choose, like, bend my arm, why don't you? It's going to be Mortal Kombat 2. Okay. It is going to be Mortal Kombat 2. I'll be seeing that movie. My, my follow to that would be Venom 3, but being how Venom 2 was and how they did Carnage and all that, I, I'm not exactly with high hopes with Venom 3. I'm really not. Yeah. But now, Mortal Kombat 2, um, yes, yes, yes. Because huh? they're bringing in fucking two, two of one of my, two of my favorite people. Yeah. They're bringing in Carl Urban. As Johnny Cage. I'm, it's weird for me to sit there and say, like, I'm good for that or not. Because I like Carl Urban. I followed his career for a lot of movies, like the fucking Reddick series, uh, The Boys, you know, I followed his career. I followed a lot of his movies and a lot of shows he's done, and I it was good. I great. But the only person for me that really takes it for Mortal Kombat 2 that I am, you know, over 
Yeah. Is Hiroyuki Sonata. Okay. He is one of my favorite actors. Oh man, he's he's whew. he's a Japanese actor. He is by far the greatest Japanese actor I've ever seen. I love him. He was in the Wolverine. Oh, okay. He was in 47 Ronin. Yep, 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 yep. He's in John Wick Chapter 4, Bullet Train, Army of the Dead. And most of all, the one I love, he was also in Avengers Endgame. Akihiko. Okay. But my biggest thing, and I think he is the best fucking fit for this character ever. I'm sorry. Fight me or fucking fight me. I will fucking fight somebody over this. He played Hanzo Hasashi in the first Mortal Kombat. Not the original ones, but the newest one that was just done. Okay, yep, 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 yep. I love how the fact that they're bringing in... I love how they're bringing in the, uh, Quan Chi as the main villain. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. They're bringing in Quan Chi as the main villain. But, and I can almost guarantee you this... Oh, okay. I've, I'm just reading it up the lineup right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Who? <laughs> Shit. So, yeah, they're bringing in Jade. Yep. Which is interesting. Lord Raiden, I like. Sonya Blade. They're bringing in Shao Kahn. Of course. They're bringing in Bihan. Oh, They're bringing in Chin Han as Shane Song. I like him as Shang Tsung, I will say this, but I hate him as Shang Tsung, because there's only one man to me who is Shang Tsung. Yeah, same here. I like Ching Hong, he plays a very well young Shang Tsung, I like it. Mm-hmm. Liu Kang, interesting, Max Hong as Kun Lao, Anna through Nigun as uh, I butchered that, I don't care. As Sindel. Literally the only people in the lineup who have literally piqued my interest is Joe Tazalim Tazalim as Baihan or Bihan. Mm-hmm. Chin Hong as Shang Song. Yep. Quan Chi, I'm interested in, but I can almost guarantee this, and this is the part that I'm really excited about. So Bihan is going to be the new sub zero. Yep. With Quan Chi and Shang Tsung, I can almost guarantee you that it's not probably listed because they're probably still working out the shit, but I'm almost willing to bet you we are going to fucking see Noob Saibot. Or they may end up putting him as like a posting credit. That's what I mean. Okay. That's we're either When I say we're going to see Noob Saibot, we're either going to see him in the fucking story. Yep. Because with Bihan as Sub-Zero, and they just say Bihan, they didn't say Sub-Zero. Yeah. My, but yeah. I'm, I'm really hoping that it's we see Noob Saibot either in it or towards the end. Because the way Mortal Kombat ended, I'm sorry, I'm super passionate over this. <laughs> the way, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you sideways, sir. The way that they ended the first one with literally Sub-Zero being turned into black and going down yep. tells me that they are thinking about a noob Cybot. Yeah, I can see that. Wait, wait, 
Ooh. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. Well, I just put fucking two to two together. You oh, best turn right. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. So, as we get ready to end the episode, I'm going to leave this little tidbit here. I had looked for the lineup for the new Mortal Kombat movie that I'm excited for. Correct. Correct. I had said that I'm excited for Bihan. Correct. Here's the best part. We know in Mortal Kombat 1, Bihan died as Sub-Zero. Mm-hmm. They didn't say Sub-Zero in the in the lineup. Yeah. There's only one Scorpion, and that's Hanzo. Mm-hmm. They normally say Hanzo Hasashi Scorpion. This one just said Bihan. Bihan died, and Bihan is the name of Noob Saibot. So now I'm even more hyped up because I think we're going to see Noob Saibot. I think we're going to see Noob Saibot. And if anything, they may tease the second version of Sub-Zero. Yeah, that'd be cool. I think that's what might happen. I don't know why, but I got a weird feeling that's what's going to happen. My two... It's just me or is my nipples hard? <laughs> my two uh, honorable mentions is... Joker 2. Because they are bringing in... female one? That, uh, Joker 2 is they're bringing in Harley Quinn. Lady Gaga is playing Harley Quinn. I oh, am, God. I, I don't know how I feel about that. I'm cautious about her just because of... Uh, with Heath Ledger. What I, does that mean? Um, remember in the dark in the Dark Knight movie, where in the beginning when uh, he was first announced, everyone was all like, "He's best known for romance movies. He will never be good. He he's gonna be the worst Joker ever." And then when it came out, he turned out to be one of the best. Yeah, that's why I'm all like, now I'm cautious. I'm I, I will not make an assum assumption or any kind of anything until I see either a decent trailer or a clip of the movie to make my basis off of if I will see it or I won't. The Joker was a really good movie. It's one of those movies where it's a slow burn movie. If you don't like slow I'm burn movies... You go see it. I'm going to let you go see it, then you can tell me all about it. Because it's a slow burn movie. If you don't like slow burn movies, movie's not for you. I'd even like the fucking one with uh, Con Phoenix. Yeah, that was the first one. That was that's the one that's a slow burn. So this Isn't one, that like Elseworld or something, like his version or some shit. Yeah, it's pretty much an else. It's pretty much an Elseworld story type of deal. Um, and the second one is a comic book that Keanu Reeves helped create. That he is also doing called Berserker. Now I read Based the off the anime. No, um, damn it! It's a comic book that he created uh, with a couple of other people. That is, I read the first. I read the first book. The the series. The I think it's like six or twelve books. I can't remember. It's like, I think it's a short series. Middle, use mini your series. words. I know they're hard, but use your words. It's like a. It's like a small series. Um, pretty much what happens is it's this immortal guy was born for war and he wants to die but he can't and every and sooner or later he 
gets into a rage, like a blood rage when he battles to a certain point. Oh, I think I heard about that. Yeah, I think I heard about that. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, and he, like, he will go down if given enough, but he always comes back, no matter what. And it's a, I've only read the first one, but I want to get the second one, but it was a really good series from the first one I read it. Because he just wants to die. That's all he wants. You find out in the first one how he was created, um, who's, uh, whose parents were, when he was created. He is old as fuck. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, I heard about it. I think I'm, I don't know if there is a trailer, but I think I saw something like a trailer. Yeah, it, it, it's really good. I may end up going to see see that movie because that movie's really that that looks really good. But yeah, Mortal Kombat two. That's a movie here, that's I'm going to see. Yeah, yeah, Mortal Kombat two is definitely one I'm going to go see too. Um, this is Global Outcast, and that's the end of our extremely long podcast today. Holy shit! But this is Global Outcast signing off. Catch you guys later. One more time. Say who the fuck you are one more time. Just shut the fuck up and end this shit already. Say bye, Anime Shogun. Fuck you. End this shit. Mm -hmm.